good, Internet? And welcome to session 101 of Super GG Radio. Where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. It's that magical time of the week where I demand that everyone drop everything and play some video games. You know me as a supreme ruler. Getty, stop making me a dictator. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, well, I'm Alex Arona, and with me this week is pretend Persona 5 enthusiast Eric Getty Gettinger. You are a skull. You're not the... You're not a real enthusiast. There is no pretending here, Alex. By the time this episode drops, it'll be two days to Strikers. Oh, trust me. I know. With the ti- I got the timer. I got the countdown. I'm ready to go for Strikers. Good. I'm in it. I'm in it. But you're already ahead of me. Killing it in Nino Kuni, but you just finished it. It's fine. Now, our randomized wizard, Alec Parks, is also here. What's up, Alec? Hey, you know, I do think we need an entire segment of the podcast dedicated to randomizers. It's got quite the depth and birth. Point noted, and I'll bring it up during our next business meeting, November-ish. I mean, you can always ask the Gaming Fix people. They have so many branch-offs now. There'll be a randomizer fix next. That'd be a good podcast. Damn. That was harsh. That's a serve return to Andre. Well... Uh, this week, we loop hero in early adopters. Nintendo is directing the news. Play loop hero in early adopters. Check into some Yakuza in the backlog. Play loop hero in early adopters. But first, early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games that have us stuck in a loop. That was a really solid intro, Gideon. I really like that one. Thank you. That was, that was solid. I rewrote it, not realizing what you were doing until I read the rest of it, and then I went back and put it back. It was really good. Oh... Okay, so, uh, Loop Hero. We played Loop Hero. Uh, it is a one of the hot new demos that's out where you are a pixelated... Would you say this is 8-bit, the art? Yeah. Yeah, especially when you're in the loop. Yeah. Uh, in the loop, I'd say it's more like 4-bit. It makes I, me I've wondered about that. So the story is that a darkness has taken over the entire universe and nobody can remember anything. Your character is constantly going in a loop, fighting enemies, and trying to recover memories of the surrounding areas, and I assume eventually the world. Rebuilding the world, fighting enemies, and eventually defeating the darkness. Alec, roguelike or roguelite? Mm. Like, I don't know that I would call this rogue anything. It doesn't have that primary permadeath mechanic, but if you're gonna p- lump it, it would be light. Light, okay. Light. So your your character walks around a circle path and defeat and auto fights enemies. As you do, you get gear, and you get cards that will then be used to place in the map. The more pieces you put in the map, the more enemies that appear. Going in circles, getting more gear over and over again until you need a rest. When you go to rest, you rest in town where you rebuild the town. Is that kind of where... Would you guys describe this? That sounds good. Sounds good, yeah. The cards uh, are the kind of the way you control the loop, and it makes the games different. Yeah, but there's also a lot going on there. So the cards can range from something as simple as like a forest, and you can put it on the map to gain resources, or it could be like a cemetery that actually goes on the track 
and then every two, three days, a skeleton will spawn in that location. So as you make the loops, it's constantly cycling through day and night. And once you start to build your town, you get buffs that'll help you. But I think one of the most frustrating pieces, uh, and we talked about it a little bit off air, but is the gear. So there's no consistent way to get the gear to drop. It just is completely random. Now, having said that, I did find that there was one thing that you could drop that would give you a treasure chest, and if you beat up the treasure chest, it would generally give you good or upgraded gear, or exotic. Because there's like regular gear uh, that has like a gray background, and then other pieces that are slightly upgraded, and they have different hues, like orange and blue, that are just a kind of an upgrade. The now, th what was th the highest level gear drop you got 11. from going through? Ah, I only got up to nine. Yeah, I got. I think I got nine. The The thing about it was that once your inventory is full, I never found a way to get rid of gear. Cause once oh, you just the last thing in your inventory when you get a new piece just falls off. It okay, falls so off, but it goes into your resources, and you eventually can use those to get upgrades to your town. See, I just reset. Whenever that would happen, I would rest in town. And when you rest in town, it resets, and then you don't have any gear at all anymore. And the map, re the loop resets. The the circle path you're going to be walking resets. So, yeah, it, it, it's a lot of fun. It just yeah, everything kind of clears off when you go back into town. And the loop isn't always a clear circle. You get a lot of curves in there as well. But I had fun with this. I had a lot of fun, too. I definitely beat the Lich, and I can loft that over both of you guys. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't so... I, I didn't either. And that's a problem with demos for me, and just the way the demo was set up. I felt like after I had built everything that was available in the town, that I was done with the demo. I didn't feel like there was anything left to accomplish there. But, I mean, you could do more with... So once you finish building your town, uh, one of the things that we didn't even touch on, but you have a deck of cards. And as you build different things in the town, you get access to different cards, and you can slot those in your deck so that it's not always the same experience, or it doesn't have to be the same experience as you make the loop each time. So one of the things that I did towards the end is that I got access to the farm and the like wheat fields. So I removed some of the other cards from my deck, and I put those in, and I found that fighting Scarecrows, uh, while challenging, was also more rewarding than fighting endless hordes of spiders, because those spiders sucked. Spiders sucked, and then if you paired in a vampire next to them? Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Well, the vampires would actually fly to the other side of the map to get you, but... Did you guys group enough mountains together to get it to actually form a mountain? No, no. I didn't realize you could. You can do yeah, that, and then you get a big resource drop from doing it. I always which did you it. do get resources that'll help you build up the town later on. So the you know building a bunch of mountains will give you stone, and building a bunch of forests will get you you know uh, wood. So it, it it is worth putting building the world back together, even though it'll be right and. Again. There are different interactions depending upon what you put adjacent. Like uh, you said, Getty, with a large number of mountains. Uh, mountains give 
plus five HP for each adjacent mountain. Uh, stones give plus three for every adjacent stone. Meadows by themselves give you two HP per day cycle. But if you put them adjacent to a stone or a mountain, you get three HP per day cycle. Yep, it definitely benefits to try and like build out the map so that it, it looks like something instead of having just big splotches of nothingness. And again, also uh, for the story elements, you are trying to rebuild the world, even though when you go back to town and go back out, it's going to be reset. And that's kind of what the village people reference too, because... They so they told you, hey, you again. I we tried to talk to you before, but you left, and then we kind of forgot. So <laughs> everyone has this me- this ongoing memory issue because everything is darkness and and disappearing. The stars all went out, and the world slowly became nothing. So it 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 does fit the the theme. And you're like the only one who remembers, and you barely remember. Yeah. So. Uh, you can get random things to show up and this was probably one of my favorite lines in the demo when the uh the goblin camp shows up and he goes the hero goes i don't remember remembering you (laughs) (laughs) yeah so loop loop hero brings a lot to the table as far as what you would call like the you know the clicker experience almost like you know you're just kind of Build like just kind of building out a resource and just kind of letting the game play itself. And, and even in your case, you said that you had put uh, there's a way to up the speed to double speed just to make it you know progress faster. You know. Yeah. Double so, speed. You know, so it's Always not double speed. Not quite a clicker, but it does uh, enough that makes it so it's a little bit more of a I mean, passive it, game. It does help. You know how many times? So I'm sure that I'm not the only person that this happened to, but. How many times did you forget to hit the, like, setup button and you immediately went into another battle? Because, oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll give you, like, an option to, like, stop everything that you're doing so that you have the opportunity to, like, drop the cards on the board. And if you don't, then your character just keeps going and going and going. Yeah, I, th- I did that way too many times. Same. What ha- Can you have... Is there a maximum for those of us who play magic hand size there is and again if you run out of hand then the cards will crumple up and they'll become resources and you have to get i I don't even know i never got enough to get whatever the item was but i'm sure that that's part of the upgrades for the town afterwards Mm. i was able to upgrade i think the blacksmith and the the one that gives you the health potions. That wasn't the mark. The herbalist. Yeah, the herbalist. So or, or alchemist or something. Yeah, but I I mean, I see that the game, you can already pre-purchase it. It doesn't come out until March, what, 13th or something? Yeah, yeah. it's like two weeks. It's, this is definitely on my radar. It's something that I'd be able to just, like, set and not have to do a terrible amount of thinking or playing with while i'm trying to make it through the work day i mean yeah, it's got that listing this one i i am too it's got this nice cross between an idle game which i have way too many of and a clicker i yeah. really like where they've hit that sweet spot yeah okay. yeah let's go play it right now 
Let's not even talk yeah. about anything else for the next 45 minutes. Let's just play. I, I don't know what Hero. you guys are talking about. I've done like 17 loops in this conversation alone. I doubt that. <laughs> I sincerely doubt that. As I'm the one broadcasting, I can't. Otherwise, it'd get picked up. And uh, <laughs> Alex is way too responsible when it comes to the podcast. Come on. Where's the energy hey. here? Come on, you gotta I'm get hyped. excited. I'm hyped. And you know what I was wanted to be hyped about? What lives below? What lives below? You weren't hyped on this? Mm, I got okay. hyped on it. And then so, I got to the second boss and I immediately got upset. You beat the first boss? Yeah. There was no... Okay. What lives below is <laughs> quoted as being Shadow the Colossus, but on a boat. And Think that got Moby me hyped. Dick. Except for Moby Dick. this game is still so early, which is fine. Oh, but, but this thing was... is so beefy. Are you kidding? My PC was like dying. a radiator. I, yeah. I could have just turned off the heat it, in the house really, and It was a resource hog. Yeah, this thing is it's hefty. Right, so you, you it just it just the game is still so early that there wasn't a lot of explanation. So I was just pressing buttons on the keyboard to find and do things. What are you talking about? Did we play two separate games? So it does have pop-ups that are like, "Hey, your boat's been damaged. Hit 3." What? Yeah. What? Hit 3 to move over to the blowtorch. Hey, you is need that to what the attack this monster. Did? You need to attack this monster. Hit two to equip the harpoon. And then when I mean, you get I... to the second boss, it's like, hey, you can right click. Was it right click? Yeah. If you right click with your harpoon, it makes it an explosive harpoon. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. What? You blacked out and you didn't even pay attention to the tutorial prompts, did you? I paid attention <laughs> to the tutorial prompts. They just didn't no. appear. No, because all it said was. Hit, uh, you can you can hit uh, E while you're driving to hop off the boat, and it'll uh, go into cruise control. Yes. I said, okay. If you, and then, okay, so did we establish that this is all first person? It's first person, and now, I will say, <laughs> very high quality wave tech. Yes. Like, the waves and the water, top notch. That's why it's so beefy, because yeah. even the little, like, so... You hop in your boat, and you can go into the the cabin. As Alex was explaining, if you set it to, like, go full speed, you can then, like, get out from behind the wheel, and your boat will continue to just gun it. Now, having said that, I found that completely inconvenient at a lot of times because I think that this game would work better with two people. One person to steer, one person to go after the monster. Because when that boat is just gunning it, it's very disorienting. Yeah, that's what I that's what I would think, and I, I remember specifically letting my boat go. And I, again, I did figure out how to throw a sp the the spear. I did not know what the blow torch was for. Those prompts did not appear for me. They did right here, Getty. Right here, Getty. I can't so, see that, Alex. Big middle. You this can't is... hear. You can't see it. I can turn it up, for Alex. You. This is people that are listening to this they can't see you flipping me off so just be mindful of the audience it's fine well they it's just fine. need to come watch us record every week yeah. then can there they oh they definitely can um, on twitch.tv oh, slash super gg radio no, we're competing with better podcasts here hashtag ad there we go so wait, so anyway like i was saying the first boss 
All right. The tip of his face and the tip of his tail are the sweet mm-hmm. spots because they're highlighted. Yep. So that was pretty. So I take it, Alex, you probably blew up your boat because you didn't know how to use a blowtorch. Yes, but I did get some sweet hits on him. I got him halfway. Okay. Yeah. So it's well, really also partly because it. I thought that it might be a valid strategy to ram him with the boat. It is not. Okay. Yeah. No, the more that the boat gets hit, the more damage it takes, and then eventually just, yeah, it, it doesn't end well. So the first boss, he's pretty straightforward. Like, he'll be jumping up and down from the waves. Uh, he'll spend a lot of time in the sky, which yeah. definitely reminded me of Shadow of Colossus in uh, a lot of ways. Uh, I think the that terrible boss that you fight over the lake. Yeah. That one. Uh-huh. I didn't get that far, so tell me about the other boss. In Shadow of the Colossus? Oh, oh Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Yes, yes. That, That's okay, what it yeah, reminded I... me of. So, uh, the second boss. So, this is where I hit a wall, and I was like, this would work a lot better with two people. Uh, it's a giant octopus. Like, Ooh. and I started the boat, and I started to go out, and I made it, like, a couple hundred feet, and then I stopped, and I was like... That's just a giant octopus. Like, I don't feel good about this fight. And, of course, I didn't. Because <laughs> you uh, you go into, like, his, like, attack radius or whatever. Um, and then he's just throwing rocks at you the whole time. And that's why you need the explosive uh, harpoons. But, yeah, I could not make it past him. Otherwise, this game looks phenomenal. Uh, it, it does a lot of things good. The way that you throw the harpoon, actually, like, it arcs through the air. It doesn't, like, straight line to where you're going to shoot it, so you have to compensate when you're throwing stuff. And uh, I, it definitely gave me the feels of uh, some shadow in there. I thought they did a lot with very little, and that's what impressed me was the fact that I, did. I didn't know what to expect, and then as I was playing, I felt like it was janky. It was fucked up. I got all sorts of glitches and problems. And the entire time I kept saying, man, this sure is fun. That's kind of <laughs> where I'm at with it is the fact that I was just like kind of annoyed, kind of having problems with it. And also was still like, man, this is pretty good. This looks good, feels good. And it is seems like a wild idea that I am surprised has not existed before. Right. Yeah. No, this game was it was fun. I could yep. definitely and say that it needs fine-tuning, but pretty good. I feel like there could be more done with this kind of... like like I, I, At this point, it is a get in the boat, go straight in a line until you see the monster, attack, attack, attack. And I feel like there could be more to that. Well, in that first fight, you, know, you can like in... actually... like The boat can be flying... Like, straight up, you are gunning it as you're fighting it. But the octopus one doesn't work. I'm telling you right now. Trying to maneuver out of the way while then jumping out and attacking the octopus, I couldn't do it. It It was not working out for me. If I had somebody to steer and drive it, and maybe maybe I'm just getting old and I'm not good at video games anymore, but I feel like it was more difficult than it needed to be. Okay. 
from it, it, see that, but I'm just more saying is that they could do more with the game, as in like they could make it so that you have to find the monster via like oh like a maze of ca- of underwater caverns, or you know what I mean like just make it so that there's at least something other than just a boss rush. Yeah, I think that it does open it up for more than just the fight. Because that's, I mean, you do have to utilize, what, the radar a little bit in order to find the monster, but it's not like it's terribly out of the way. You'll be able to find it. Yeah. So, with that being said, I think What Lives Below is an interesting idea and a case study of trying to take a well-known, already existing idea and break it into something that I feel like could be uh, something special. You know what I mean? Making that twist, adding a, uh, a couple additional things. Make a monster that you somehow... like. You know the bird the, the bird over the lake? Imagine that. Make it the bird over the lake uh, in Shadow of Colossus. You know what I mean? I, I mean, that's what I was saying the first one felt like. But yeah, I yeah. didn't play the, the last two bosses, so I don't know what else lives below, if you catch my meaning. Oh. But yeah. Yeah, definitely yeah. check this one out if you if you have the opportunity to. It's worth a little bit of your attention, especially if you want your computer to overheat. Ooh, yeah, be a nice space heater. I mean, now you I know, str- just open up a window and turn off your heat, save some energy, save some bills on energy. Exactly. <laughs> Is it saving that much energy? I mean that that's how I got no. through the apartment. Well. <laughs> Yeah. Well, at this point, I feel strong enough to fight some kaiju. Not like a full-size one, maybe like in like a foxy boxing ring. Like just me and a sexy kaiju. You know, we got to go. Sexy yeah, kaiju? Oh, man. Yes. Sexy kaiju. That's good. Godzilla is good looking, man. Godzilla is a looker. Oh, he's been kind of a Mothra kind of gal. Oh, you've been Moth. Oh, you like Mothra. Okay. Wait, did, are we actually on a break now? No, What's no. On? Go ahead and take it now. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Because <laughs> I already muted and switched the screen. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, That'll be a treat yeah. for anybody that listens to the episode. Right? Sexy Mothra. Sexy Mothra, indeed. <laughs> Hey news. They're called H games cuz of hey. That was trash. This trash? Did you even trash? look at what I wrote up for you in the break? Hey news, you see that the Nintendo Direct this week? It you gave see me the feeling that Nintendo Direct this week. You got to say it like this, it, Alex. Hey news. You see that Nintendo Direct this week? It gave me the feels again. Like that. I don't know. I think we should, maybe we should just call it the Nintendo D. Yeah, the Nintendo C. Hey, news. I stopped paying attention. You to see what that you Nintendo D this week? Yeah, it gave me the feels. So now we have three openings for the news, and we've we've terrified everybody that's watching <laughs> the stream. I, I think most of them are us. Oh yeah, none of them are me this time. So 
Okay. Oh, hey. The news. Shout out in the chat. I'm, I'm back in the news. Okay, let's go. I'm, uh, first piece of news. We had a big Nintendo Direct. It was a big boy. That, that we call it Nintendo D now, Alex. It was thick. It was too, it's all thick about that Nintendo C's. D. Thick Nintendo, mm-hmm. Nintendo D. D. Mm-hmm. Dummy thick. It had two C's in it for extra dose. Okay, uh, so we're going to kind of go through... <laughs> We're going to go through these kind of real quick. Uh, Pyra Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 for Smash. Uh, I did see a funny tweet uh, that said, hey, you know what we needed? An anime sword character. Yeah. (laughs) At least this one's female. I just... Is it just going to be a female Roy now? No. Maybe. I just... those Those characters are just like... The, the fan base is real horny for those characters, so it just... The fan like a, base oh. is real horny. All right. Yeah. I now what I'm, I'm real horny for? Metroid. Give me Metroid Prime Trilogy. You didn't get it. I know, I'm so pissed. You know what you did get? You got Fall Guys. Guys. Name is. I'm talking about the game. <laughs> you got Fall Guys coming this summer. You know what else you got? Fall- the Outer Wilds, also coming Getty this summer. Actually, Getty, I'm how hyped are you for Samurai Wilds. Warriors? Uh, I I could uh, how's it go? I could fucks with the Samurai Warriors. Samurai mm-hmm. Warriors Five is coming to the Switch. Did you got, did you play the first four? Uh, I think I told you in detail that I played the first at least three. Go I think ahead. I still Continue. own the first three. Famicom Detective Club games. This is not my cup of tea. Moving on. Legend of Mana. I, this I could, is yes, my cup of tea. I could play this. I am so excited about. I'm actually excited about this one. This is the only thing from this that I'm excited about. The PS1 era of play, of JRPGs was my jam. And that's what I'm excited for. Yeah. Continue. No, that one that one looks good. I'll probably jump on that. Mario Golf... Was this Golf Super Rush? What makes it super? Doesn't matter. It's a new Moving Mario on. Golf. Yeah. Capcom Arcade Studio. Out now. Stadium. Stadium. Stadia? Stadium. No, no, Stadia's gonna die. That's Stubbs that's a, that's the Zombie. Rebel with a That's a, a deep pull. It that's is a, a deep, deep pull. Why would you make Stubbs the Zombie again? Why would you remake that? All I know is that it's got a kicking soundtrack. I know, we could have Metroid Prime or Twilight Princess. Or we could have Tales from the Borderlands coming this March. Air 5. Yeah, yeah. No. You get nothing. DC superhero girls, Teen Power. Uh, I that's don't know a new, uh, which one of you series. guys decided to tweet out about Batgirl being in a wheelchair, but not cool. All right. Joel. That, that was Joel. Joel? <laughs> and did he do that when they announced Arkham Knights? Not cool, Joel. No, the way, what cool. I told him was, I said, hey, man, that's been retconned. That's been retconned. He's like, too late, already tweeted. I'm like, no. okay. We got no more heroes. Uh, three? Is that right? Yeah. I heard that. I heard from a review on Nintendo World Report that No More Heroes Two was only okay. I was not a fan of Two, but that's another podcast or episode should, or whatever. Should we just start recording that episode now? No, no. Continue. All right, Knockout City. Didn't watch that one. Neon White also didn't watch this one. Neon White, hold on. Neon White, okay. first-person shooter, but the way you shoot and do things is with cards. Weird. 
Yep, so you have cards that you can use like five times, and when you do that, you shoot bullets, but you're, it is still first person running around and shooting and dodging and sliding, but they're all card-based, so it seems so kind of wild. I'm interested. Is it like a deck-building game, like Loop Hero then, but yes. worse? Yes, but live, you got to be moving and dodging like Doom. I know this next game is what everybody's been looking for. Metopia. Apparently, that's. I'd a rather have Metroid. Metopia apparently is like a is like a re-release. Uh, it was on the Wii U, I think. Oh, so only Joel played it. Yes, he said that he definitely I'm, did that. For like all of these, I'm just going to tell you guys, I would rather have Metroid or Twilight. Princess. And you still didn't get it. What you did get, I know Mario items from for Animal Crossing. You got some Project Triangle strategy, uh, which, which I uh, that actually believe we're I'll playing for next play. week. Yes, next week. Yeah, okay, next week. There is Star Wars Hunters. Don't know what that's all about, but okay. first, it's like a I think a free to play game. Yeah, don't care. A World's End Club. This has Alex written all over it. Why is this like? world's end with you thing or no i feel like this is gonna be a alex thing don't worry about it moving on i'm looking it okay. up hold on what is this ninja gaiden master collection now that is a game oh man world's end club i'm into i'm See, so I told into you. it looks like a 2d anime uh like a what was it the that was a long uh an uh a night a night's uh I'm, I'm blanking right now. Yeah, it's, you lose. Yeah. You, I'm into that no, game. Why would they Why would they release Ninja Gaiden when they just came out with a better game like three weeks ago, Cyber Shadow? Well, this is no, this is 3D. This is the 3D collection. Those uh, The three ports that came out like on, in, on Xbox 360. Those are... Oh, all right. no, They're known for their difficulty. Yeah. Uh, I have zero interest in this, but Joel actually was uh, very hyped. All right, if it's if it's the 3D ones, I I take back my snark a little bit. Okay, but where's my Metroid and Twilight Princess? You That's... got Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity DLC coming out. You got mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword HD. It's the one you like. It's a direct port. It doesn't look good. You got Splatoon. I've actually 3. never played Skyward Sword. Oh, perfect. Go play that. Uh, yeah, I will. But it's not Twilight Princess now. Splatoon 3 is I I've always liked the idea of the Splatoon games but I always got to the point that I could play them years behind. So Splatoon 3 could very well be my entryway to where I'm going to get in at the ground floor when it's the not game happen. comes out. Won't happen. I'm think I'm really thinking hard on Splatoon 3. I'm sitting not, here dude, staring you at got it a saying baby. I might get in on that. Don't do it. You got a baby. Yeah. Ain't happening. I mean, I play. I can play uh, like two hours of Rainbow Six Siege a, a week. A week. And do you want to give that up for Splatoon? I think I might. But actually, what I really want from the Splatoon series is I want like a single-player, yes, story-driven right. thing. Yeah, that too. You want a what? Give me a Metroid thing? Prime. Uh, I, I want uh, single-player, story-driven. I, You know, this multiplayer stuff is nice, but... I don't want to do that. I would like to know what's going on in the world of Splatoon. Why are nope. things... Who are the Inklings? Why are they there? Doesn't matter. I, he- I heard good things about the story mode. But, uh, See, I've never 
seen anybody talk about the story mode, well, just the multiplayer. So I just like assumed that was all that there was. But you know what people are talking about? BlizzCon. That's still a thing, right? I guess Burning yes. Crusade expansion is coming to WoW Classic server. Uh, okay. So. Which seems like it defeats the purpose. Does it? Is that not? I. I think it does too. I, I think that if you wanted that vanilla experience, and now they're adding some some chocolate, some strawberries, you're gonna get stuck with Neapolitan here. Before you know it, you're gonna have Wrath of the Lich King, and and Alex is gonna be back in WoW. That's I mean, what I'm talking is... about. Why? What? You want vanilla WoW? Enjoy vanilla. Well. I'm... This is basically what they've done every couple of years with everquest online they start up a new vanilla server and then they start adding things uh expansions in the same cadence that they originally came out i have no reason for this i mean it seems like it's a way that if you don't want to make fresh content you can recycle the content getty i hear they're doing things with destiny yeah so it seems like, you know, it, it recycling the content, you know, removing some of it and gating it off and then slowly reintroducing it might be the new power move. Speaking of power moves, Alec mm-hmm. has this next piece of news. I'm very positive. <laughs> oh, man, this is so fantastic. There is a studio that got banned from steam for having the publisher and developer name be very positive that's one way to trick people it's great they they're even tweeting about how it's not a good game and everything (laughs) love it (laughs) but they they tricked this they by saying very their name is very positive people thought that was what the reviews were yep uh that's pretty and, and they have no qualms about it or anything, and they're they're having fun with it. This is probably the most press they've gotten about emoji evolution than anything else they've done for it. I think that they overshot the mark here. They probably could have gone with mostly positive and gotten away with it. Well, I think we just need to incorporate and make our parent company overwhelmingly positive, open parenthesis, 5072, close parenthesis. There you go. See, that's the way to go. That's odd. Last piece of news, the Mortal Kombat movie trailer came out. Mortal Kombat uh, looking to get more into the realistic world and less on the tournament, it looks like. And those fatalities are real gory. Alec, you oh, literally just brutal. watched it. Brutal. Oh man, it was brutal and I love it. <laughs> I I will not watch this movie probably because of how intense those are, but that trailer just made me like, "Oh man." Like every 5 seconds. I'm Ripping excited. hearts off. This seems Destroying like it's going to be better. Oh yeah. Than the Street Fighter movie. Which but one? is it going to be better than Mortal Kombat? The original? Remains to be seen. Yeah. I mean, how can you do it? How can you have this without Christopher Lambert being Raiden? Well, you also don't have a Luke Cage anywhere in this so far. Mm. Missing that. 
Right. I will say that Johnny Mortal Cage? Kombat still remains I don't know my number on. two greatest video game movie. Just ignore me. Ever. <laughs> I'd say. Johnny Cage. That was my amendment. Uh, you know what I didn't yeah, see Cage. in all of this stuff that Joel wrote down for the news this week? No What's Monster that? Hunter... Uh, what does the gaming fix Alex call it? Resay? Oh, Monster Hunter Rise? What about it? Yeah, it's not on there. Like, he skipped it. Oh, Let's yeah, say. they had a trailer, but it, it didn't say anything new. It just gave us the tra- a, new, a new trailer. The game oh, still looks good, guys. New trailer. That game still looks good, still on my list of I'm going to probably buy it. Now, uh, guys, here we go. Top three video game movies, go. You can't do that. No, no, you, we need time to that's prep like, for this. That's like a later segment kind of thing. Like we need uh, a while to try and figure out like what qualifies as a video game movie, and then like actually think about it. Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Okay, I agree. Original Mortal Kombat. Okay. Super Mario Brothers. Again. <laughs> oh, I mean, I that that's like, I that's all I got, man. See, you know, number one for me is Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu is okay. pretty good, yeah. I just think that the quality is there. Then it's Mortal Kombat. Then it's a toss-up between Silent Hill and Mario Brothers. Or Street Fighter. Street Fighter is really... I, I have a soft spot for Street Fighter. I know I'm wrong, but I wrong. do have a soft spot for it. All right. Yeah, what you going to do? Uh, I guess original Double Dragon wasn't awful. Getty, how was that D&D movie? I enjoyed that one. Actually, you know what? It's not on this list of, like, video game movies, but the uh, Final Fantasy Advent Children? Oh, you know, that's that's pretty good. I like that, yeah. Not that that, one Spirits So, are are we putting anime in there as... It's technically a video no. game movie, isn't it? I'm not. You know what? I'm saying no anime. No, it's hard. Detective Pikachu was so animated, but they had a live action person in there. Right. Well, but because anime, I really just... like the Fatal Fury and Street Fighter animes. Yeah, but we're yeah. talking about feature length movie. No, they were feature length movies. Well, and that's where you know the Advent Children and everything goes into it. Do those count? All right. You know I... it doesn't count. What? Wait. Assassin's Creed. Why? All right, moving no. on. Wait, that happened? Yeah, it I did. went and saw it with it Alex. Did. Michael Fassbender. Yeah. He didn't have a point. Getty, take us out of here with this outro. Uh, I have to navigate to the other document, so hold on a second. Since Alex ruined you. the opening, I'm sorry, everybody, this isn't going to make any sense, but... News, I wasn't saying that I don't get the feels from you anymore. These are different feels. Let's take a break. No, not that kind of break. I didn't... Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Be right back. back 
back with the backlog vlog, where we play games so old that we can't get any trade-in value from at this point. You can ever get trade-in value at GameStop? Getty Always. only does that. He beats him real fast. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I thought we got out of the news. <laughs> also, we're not talking the beat list. So, <laughs> H games. I wow, played de-escalated to garbage really quickly. <laughs> Getty, you beat games real fast. I played Astrologaster. That sounds painful, Alex. I liked Astrologaster. Okay, so it is a it's it, it opens as a pop-up book. The pages open up, and each time you go into the next section, it flips the page over. And actually, the prompt is flip the page. The way it works is that uh, doctors went off into the world, and then the time of the plague called them all back to England. You are a doctor, quote-unquote, who uses the stars to diagnose problems. And you are trying to get enough people to like you and think you do a good job of diagnosing them by watching the stars that you they will recommend that you become a full doctor and get a license because you don't want to go to school because it costs money should, and you're broke. Should we tell Steve about this game? <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, the, I mean, I mean, if that's a viable career option, yeah. is it? That's kind of the crux of the game is that you're trying to get people to like you enough that you can get a license because you can fail and not get a license and then they arrest you because you're practicing medicine based on looking at astrology which isn't correct at all it's questionable so not at best yeah so uh a person will uh enter the frame and it's like a, it's a like a paper craft person and then you'll hear a sung english carol like a bunch of carolers singing a chorus that gives you a rhyming four bar line about the person and who that character is and it's very well done in a way that it, it's, it just feels very dramatic and very pop, you know, very, oh, I'm trying to think of the word. It just, it seemed very British to have carolers singing you a four line rhyme about this character to introduce them. Flip the page and it's you, the doctor in papercraft as like, you know, a little paper man and the patient talking fully voice acted, fully voice acted, which is very, very well done conversations about what their problem is back and forth and then it opens up a map of the stars and you they give you like three to four options two to two to four options and you pick the stars and each star constellation or star grouping will correlate to what you're going to say to the patient so in this case my husband can't perform his husbandly duties and if you look at the stars, it'll say Libra, and he's, that means he's got a crick in his back. Or if you say, you know, and, and you pick the stars and how what conversation you want to have with them, and then it plays out. And uh, the reason why it's good is because it's all voice acted, so you will get multiple, like I've had two playthroughs going, one with Beth and one by myself. And I purposely was was choosing what I felt like was more correct, and Beth kept choosing what she just thought would be real funny. Okay. And each conversation were fully voice acted in very different ways that made the gameplay very fun. So is this a contender for uh, the next children's stream? 
that except for the fact that again some of those uh things that you're helping the patients with are uh very vulgar indeed okay well so, that's that's what the either early hours or late hours are for yeah but it's it's very fun to see that them talking talking it out like oh i we all ate something at my dinner party and everyone voided their bowels what happened uh, well, okay, let's look at the stars. I'm gonna say, you know, and <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's funny, but it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. And in that case, I found the right answer being that the lady's husband sent her a delicacy called potatoes, and she had never had them before, and she thought she they needed to be uh, served raw when they're green. Oh, that's when she thought was the right time oh. because her husband did not include cooking instructions. Oh, potato, potato, <laughs> and, and so Boil it just them, mash them. Yeah, stick them in a stew. Exactly. So I could have told her, "Hey, the problem is that you have you don't have enough, uh, you know, yellow bile in your system, or it's an oh, it's an influx of mucus in your body, and or, or bloodletting, or." You ate, you did not cook them correctly. And you can pick, and each one, they'll have a response and have an, an, an interaction that gives you. And based on your responses, you'll get uh, their meters, you know, raised up to the, the point that they'll want to recommend Does you it to get a license. Pay off to know to have some medical knowledge then in order to play this? Yes and no, because some people, there are, you, you have to play it to the character. Okay. Most cases, yes. The answer, 70% of the time, it's yes. You should probably know. And Beth did a good job with that. But there are some, there's one, there's one or two characters that they're, they don't like you no matter what you say. So you're trying to ease the conversation. And at a certain point, they're just like, that's wrong. You're ridiculous. And leave. And then like. The, and they're all repeat patients, so like some, not all, but you'll see several of the same patients, and sometimes it'll pay off where they'll come back and be like, "Okay, you were right. Okay, here's the letter of recommendation." That reminds so, me of oh, I I can't remember exactly. I think it was Mass Effect, or maybe it was one of the Dragon Age games. But like, no matter what action you took, people were still going to be pissed off at you, like whether you were like straightforward with them, or you helped them, or you you didn't help them. No matter what, they're going to be mad. So that that actually makes me happy <laughs> that they wrote characters like that into this story. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the the only problem I had was that by the like again you'd have these character these patients that would come in, and you would treat them four or five times, and you know sometimes like I I'm, I'm investing in this company. Which one should I invest in? And you have to pick for him. And then the next meeting he'd be like, "You did a good job. I got paid out really well. Here's a more. I really like you. Here's my next problem." And Sometimes it'll go through a loop where the, like that investor, the next time he came, he said, I'm investing in this ship. They're going to go to find the city of gold, El Dorado. And I told him, like, don't do that. That's probably not a good idea. You know what it turns out that that boat's name was? The Oberdin. <laughs> right? Exactly. It's all connected. And I told him, don't do that. And then I saved him. And that was a good story arc. I know with Beth... She said, uh, I don't know, convert all the natives. And what? <laughs> that did not pay out really well because no. the natives all killed the crew. Oh, my but God. What Gaddy, was that a Nino Cooney reference earlier? Because I totally missed what? it. No, that's a, uh, it a game called Return of the Old. Yeah, that was Alex talked about it earlier in the year. So 
the idea is that you get good full story arcs with with a, with a bunch of the patients and most of the patients, but by the end of the game, there was still some that just they just kind of dropped, and I didn't. That's where I kind of was like, this isn't that. I wish I had found out what happened to these guys and this person and this person, but uh, for the majority, I felt like it hit the the endings that I wanted for a lot of the characters, and in the end, you know, you get your license or you don't. All right. Now, important questions. Like, you said that sometimes knowing the actual answer is better. I feel like with this lady who didn't know how to cook potatoes, mm-hmm. that she would have been pissed if you told her you didn't cook the potatoes right. She was pissed at her husband. Her husband was overseas, and he sent them as a foreign delicacy because she liked fancy things. Things that mm. people had not seen before. She's kind of a hipster. Wants fancy to be feast. The, the cutting-edge carrot person. And in that case, she just thought they were a delicacy and that she was supposed to serve them green. You want some fancy so. feast? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, I, I reviewed Astrologaster because it just came out on Nintendo Switch, but it did come out, I want to say, 2019. But it's, it's a fun game. It's a very fun game. The 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 papercraft, the, the storybook, and the voice acting and the singing is a very well-put-together presentation. Um, but it is, that's kind of the thing it is. It is just flip page, next patient. Here's the conversation. Pick your star, flip page, next patient. And there is like a, every once in a while, a little interim about you're getting close to getting your license or, uh, they're, they're, the cops are closing in on you because you're not, because they think you're a, a fraud. And then it's just next well, page. I mean, you are patient. a fraud, so they ain't wrong. Yeah. So it just it does kind of a lot of the samey-ness for uh, a, an ex- a longer period of time than I felt like maybe. It, it dragged a little bit, but I still thought the whole presentation was enough to make me happy to go through the entire thing. So, Okay. That was Astrologaster. Now, Getty. Getty. Alex. Getty. You're playing Yakuza. Like a dragon. I still am. Mm-hmm. I'm plugging along at this, and I was hoping that that this week we'd have Joel around so that he could talk about Yakuza Zero. But I mean, he's not. He left us. Where did he go? I don't know. I have no clue. But I think we need to consult the stars. Yeah, we probably should. We're going to talk about Yakuza Zero because I I I played a bunch of Yakuza Zero as well, so we'll get back to. Oh, that. that's good. Well, we can we can turn it into an extra large Yakuza episode then. Um, I I don't know. I I could probably talk about this game for like another fifty minutes, but uh, let me think about what I've done in the last week that seemed completely outlandish. Uh, the circus came to town in one of the the cool. side missions. And I had to fight a tiger named Catherine. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. And a bear named Charlotte. And why was he? Why was he named Catherine? She. Uh, it's just the the way that they named her. Uh, and then I fought. What did I say? The bear's name was Charlotte. And then, the best part is that uh, there's this monkey uh, named Clara. And she got out of her cage, and she operated an excavator, and attacked me with it. Cool. Yeah. But I, I'm really enjoying like the little stupid stuff that happens in all of these side missions that you can find throughout the city. 
and I have taken it upon myself to make sure that I complete those before I even touch the main storyline. So I'll do like whatever, like clear out as much of the side content as I can, and then I'll do a story beat until it unlocks some more. And I think that that was actually the way that this game is meant to be played. It's so ridiculous, the stuff that you come across in the city. I can't be the, mad. Alec, the way these games are played, it is best played with just exploring all the side content and digging deep. And it's even, the stories are well done, but you're there for the side content, my friend. In Getty, I do mean that as in all of the Yakuza games do a really good job of just front-loading a lot of the, like, I think in all of the Yakuza games, you're managing a baseball team and doing tons of karaoke and go-karting and, and doing all of these extra s- curriculars that uh, boost the, the hilarity and finding new worlds in that. So I, I, I'm glad. What did you, did you get the Roomba? What do you mean get it? Oh, you mean hire it? No. Mm-hmm. I have not hired it. Uh, but what? I mean, that's one of the things that I, so once I finished the business portion, like the business meeting thing, I moved away from it so that I could do some more of the other elements of the story. Like, I'm still trying to make it through the Mario Kart portion. There's a little bit more of that, but I I think I have to progress the story to unlock it. Um, but I finally got the the trophy for completing 40 side missions. I'm still trying to work out my Pokédex so that I can... I can say that I did that, but I, I've gotten to the point in the story where everything is starting to come together, and it feels like pretty soon it's going to be a run to the to the end. It's. I do hear that there are difficulty spikes in the back half, especially in the last area. In I've seen it like from zone to zone. So even when you start out, like the main area that you're in is pretty light on the enemies like they're not that tough but as you get like further into the map it gets hard and the portion of the game that i just got to uh there are more enemies out in the city and they are tougher but still not anything that's too too rough i like to make sure that i'm well prepared when it comes to that kind of thing so i i'm telling you one of the best parts of the game is the summon system and Every time I unlock a new one, I have to use it immediately just to see the hilarity that will ensue. Yeah. Like, I, I got the, the kitty cat. And the kitty cat's name is something, like, absolutely ridiculous. I think it's, like, Henry-chan. And uh, <laughs> he turns into a tiger, and he just, like, mauls all the enemies. Uh, there's there's Nancy-chan, and she is a... I don't know if I told you guys about that, but she's, like, a little rock lobster... And she just, like, yeah, she, like, pinches the guy's nose, and then, like, all of her friends fall on him, and the the whole group gets poisoned. Like, it's, it is amazing in how ridiculous it is. And they kind of played off, like, the main character is insane. So, it works. I think it's more that he's eccentric. He's crazy. He's, like, batshit crazy. He just want, he's got a good heart. He oh, he definitely Quest. does. But yeah, uh, Alex, you have to play this so that we can reminisce about it. You know, I've already seen the price drop on it, which makes me very... I don't have any qualms. I, I will, I've 
I've, I'm very confident that it, this is on, this is going to happen. So, well, I don't think that I paid more than thirty five dollars for it, and that was back in uh, de- December, I think December. But yeah, okay. this is uh, this is definitely going to be on my top ten at the end of the year. I don't care what anybody says. This is a fun game, and I'm going to enjoy it, and you can't stop me. Well, I mean, it came now, out last year, so. How many <laughs> hours have you put into this? Uh, maybe 50? 50? Maybe a little bit more. I finished Nino Kuni at 60, so. Yeah. I think Man. I'm at, I think I'm at... What am I at, Nino Kuni? You know, we're going to stop this for a second. You should definitely uh, start progressing that story. I'm going to cutscene. I'm going to cutscene. Are you really? Oh, you can't yeah. even check. Oh. No, I can't. I'm at least 30 hours. I know that. Oh, man. It just, towards the end, we'll talk about it we'll ta- later. We're going to talk about because I'm going to beat Nino. Okay, Kuni, good. So don't worry about that. I told you, this year is the JRPG year. I have plans. I have a laid out. Ready bought Trails of Cold Steel 1. I have other things oh, going boy. on. Oh, boy. You're in for the mm-hmm. long haul. I like it, Alex. A minute. I'm excited minute. for you. I'm excited for me, too, because I'm feeling the same way. I need those long yep. games. I can't do I can't do what I did last year. I feel like it insulted everyone. And we're always talking and Getty, we're already talking about MMOs. I'm telling you Final Fantasy 14, let's do I it. I know they're adding more content later this year. Hold on. We have to also remind our listeners. Don't forget next week is homework time. You have 7 days to finish uh, and get at least two endings in the Stanley Parable. It's a game I really enjoyed, and Getty was uh, so surprised that he called me and said, you have to get in Discord right now, I have to show you this game. And I said, yes, Getty, I played it, and then he had found at least three new endings that I had yet to see. Yep. Oh, nice. Yep, yep, yep. It's bonkers, so, so go play it, whoever you are, whoever's listening to us. Well, I still have to play it, I haven't actually gotten around to you it yet. You should do that. <gasps> it's homework. Alec. I feel like you would really. I, I I wouldn't have. I don't assign homework unless I feel out like out of spite. It's <laughs> yes, so, yes, I don't make it. Get, Joel makes it uh, revenge. I make it something that changes the the media into something different. But first, let's go on to one last thing. One last thing where we say one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend and you, listener, into the weekday. For me. Getty, we're going to talk about getting some Final Fantasy fourteen. That's going to happen. I really, we're going to we'll pick a server. I'll start over. Let's go. I want to be. I call. I call Gunblade. That's a class. Call Gunblade. I cut. Yes, it is. Do they still have that free version of fourteen? Uh, all the way through the first expansion. I might try it. Maybe okay. I've got too many randomizers to play. <laughs> Uh, Getty, what's your one last thing? Oh man, I don't even know at this point. I like I said, I finished Nino Kuni. I feel like that should be my one last thing for the week. Now off to Persona Five Land again on Tuesday. Let's go. Wait. Oh yeah, Strikers. Yep. Alec, one last thing. Have you all ever played a game so many times that you just want it to change and play it again? He's pitching randomizers. That's what, okay. I, I'm totally playing Final Fantasy One for the NES this weekend. Alec, have you tried Gato Roboto? I have. Okay. 
Now the randomizer. I haven't tried the randomizer yet. Okay. There we go. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where Super Speed Sundays, Multiplayer Monday slash Randomizer Monday, 2D Tuesdays, nothing on Wednesday, so take a break, enjoy yourself, because Thursday, hosting this podcast, Friday is Keeping It Together with Kevin and Sam, Saturday, Kingdom Hearts with Joel and Kelly, and that's the schedule. We got Twitch streams. We're still trying to get you guys to follow. Get more followers. Get more subs. Also, follow us on Twitter. Give us a review for this podcast. Say hey. Send us an email. We want to hang out. We want to talk to you. Indie developers, we want to play your games. We want to talk about them here. And if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio at gmail.com. Provide a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. First time we haven't done that one. What's um, a podcast app? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't usually talk about that. Or the Yakuza tattoo of your choice. Ooh, that's good. GG Getty. Good game, Alex. GG Alec. Good game, Alex. Thanks for listening. Good night, everybody. <laughs>